this is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we'll be talking about our road trip. Yeah, we took a uh, we took a really great trip up to Maine and we had a couple of surprises along the way. Some things that were planned, um, but overall it was great. I can't wait to get into it. Yes. And for context, if you started this podcast and said, what in the world does this have to do with Disney? We're going to be primarily talking about the Disney-related things we did on the road trip. Yeah, so, I'm not going to talk about, like, boring. Stuff. Right, right, right. You know, like, I'm we're, sure we're not reviewing restaurants or bars I'm sure you'd love anything. to hear about our travels, but we're talking about Disney stuff today. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's, let's start by kicking off what we're excited about. I think I'm going to go first this time. Um, and I am currently excited about Star Wars Celebration that is happening in London. It's awesome. They've announced so many things. Um, just, you know, as a Star Wars fan, there's so much to be excited about. I don't know how much of it you've been paying attention to besides me. I know there's um, new Ray content coming. Oh my gosh. That's, That's one of the things know. I'm most excited about. Yep. Uh, so there's going to be three new films coming out. Um, and the one with, with, with Daisy Ridley uh, is going to be um, about the new Jedi Order, which is really, really exciting. Um, I cannot wait for that. Uh, there's going to be two other films. One of them is actually going to be uh, directed uh, by Dave Filoni, which is extremely exciting. Um, and so I'm really, really excited about that. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I think the Ray movie is actually going to be... Um, uh, no, so the Dawn of the De Jedi movie, um, one of those that's going to be uh, directed by uh, James Mangold. He's actually the guy who um, is directing the new uh, Dial of Destiny film, the Indiana Jones movie. And he also directed Logan, that really pretty intense film about Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I have really high expectations for this. Um, I'm hoping it's really, really good. I'm excited for the... Indiana Jones movie. I saw the trailer yeah. that came out. Oh, that was, yeah, because they announced that at um, yes. Star Wars Celebration. So maybe it's, that's what film. I'm excited about this week. There you go. Yeah. Um, the but new anyway. Indiana Jones film. Yeah. So we're going to see some stuff with, uh, we, we got to look at the new Ahsoka Tano trailer, uh, which looks incredible. Like Hera, Savine Wren, um, you know, Thrawn and Chopper, they were all in it. And there was a little peek at Ezra Bridger. There's, there's a lot going on in Star Wars right now. And I think it's going to be a really, really cool year for all of it. Um, the other thing that I'm really excited about too is, um, I found out just a couple of days ago, and this is like really, uh, deep level nerd stuff, but, uh, Hasbro is releasing a black series figure, f um, of Doc Ondo. I'm super excited about that. You have been talking about that for days. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pre-order it when it, I think, uh, May the 4th, you can pre-order it on Disney's website. And I think you can also get it and pre-order it and stuff, um, in, in Galaxy's Edge or... Tatooine traders and stuff near um, in Hollywood Studios, but I'm really excited about that. <laughs> he has two holocrons. He has like a, um, a stormtrooper helmet and some other stuff. It's just extremely cool. Um, yeah, here I am talking about buying toys. That's okay, but I'm here, into it. You know? It actually ties in with what we're going to talk about in today's episode is just mm -hmm. buying Disney stuff. But I thought of one more thing that I'm excited about, and yep. I know that this is a controversial opinion. Because people have thoughts about live action remakes mm, and I know where you're going all the with things. This, but go ahead. Um, the more that I see about the Little Mermaid, the more excited I am for oh, it. First oh, of all, okay. mm -hmm. but the thing that I am excited about that we just heard last mm -hmm. week is that they are making a live action Moana. Yes, 
And I'm sure you've heard about this. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a Disney person. So you are aware that Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, announced that they will be remaking Moana. Yeah. Um, speculation is that he will be in it and that oh, he'll definitely be in the it. girl that plays Moana will also be in it as they're reprising their roles. Um, and so I thought, one, it was really cool to kind of hear his perspective and that they based the Maui character partly off of his grandfather, who mm-hmm. I then did a little bit of research in, and he was like a fighter. No, I'm excited about that, too, kind of. Um, I, I'm I'm a little bit less excited than you are because, as, as people know, I, I'm really not into the live-action films that Disney creates. Um, you know... I think it's going to be really hard to translate the charm of Moana to the big screen like that. Um, like, you know, I don't know what Tomato was going to be doing when he sings Shiny or if they're actually going to have that in there. But uh, Jermaine Clemens did such a great job of that. And, you know, a, what my favorite thing about like Tomatoa, for instance, is his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, same thing, you know, with Hey Hey and, 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 and uh, Pua and stuff. And it's just going to be, if they go the same route they go with hyper-realistic creatures, it's just going to look stupid. Sort of like the Um, Lion King. Yeah, exactly. I think that they should do, they should frankly do a, um, and The Rock, there's no way he could do this with how busy he is, but um, they should do a long-form Broadway musical of Moana with the original cast. That would be very cool. That would be so much better. And I think it would bring in so many people and it would add in a lot of interest. And you could have these cool, lavish creatures of, you know, Tamatoa and, and, and Sharkhead and stuff like that. Um, That'd be really I mean, they cool. could do a fantastic job with costumes of, of Teka and Tafiti and stuff without having to cheese it for like right, a Right, those imaginate, ima- oh my gosh. Imagineers. Those, no, imaginative. There it is. Mm-hmm. The imaginative puppets that yep. they use in yeah. the Lion King Broadway, um, and even the mm-hmm. puppets that they use for the Nemo show yeah. in Walt Disney World right. Right. are pretty incredible. Yeah. So if they could do something like so, that with Moana, I think you're right. I think yeah. that'd be awesome. For me, not interested. Same thing with the Lilo and Stitch um, live action they're doing. I think the girl who they cast as Lilo is adorable. She's um, so cute. Uh, you know, Stitch is going to either end up creepy Sonic or the Sonic we know and love right now. Um, I think it's just a real toss-up, and um, I'm I'm not super interested in it. But I'm more of a parks person than a films person, anyway. Right. So. I'm just interested to see what they do with it, especially because mm-hmm. it's our daughter's favorite film. So and it came out like seven years ago. Yeah, it's still insane. pretty recent, and yeah. I think that's why people have a lot of opinions about it. Is they're like, why are you not making new content? Why yeah. are you just remaking movies that just mm-hmm. came out right. recently? Right. So right. I understand that perspective, but I think it'll be interesting to see what Disney does here. I think mm-hmm. this is really going to be a pivotal moment for them as they're continuing to make these live action films to see if it's a flop. Um, Hopefully that'll be a wake up call for them to keep Uh, making new films. But I mean, they did Frozen on Broadway and I just don't know why they can't do the same thing with Moana and, you know, Encanto and stuff like people love Broadway musicals. And I know that unless it's a traveling group, I know it's harder to get, you know, to get. Well, but how hard is it for Disney to call up Lin-Manuel Miranda and say, we're making another Broadway musical. I'm sure it's pretty easy. And you did the music for this, right. so right. let's like work to together. Here, right. <laughs> you know, and maybe for like a week only or something, you get the original cast. I don't care. Right. It's not my yeah. problem. But anyway, yeah, Star Wars Celebration, live action, Moana, Woohoo. Indiana Jones. Yes. All right. Uh, we are going to now, uh, actually, I have something else. You have something else? Something, something else something you're else. excited about? Kind of. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Um so one of the things that we recently did was on our last few episodes, I've been talking to you guys and basically saying, you know, if you have 
any kind words or anything like that, um, we'd love to hear them and uh, we'd be happy to share them on the, sh- on the show. So um, on Tuesday, we got a really, really nice review and I just wanted to read it on the show. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Uh, this is from at just another magic underscore Monday. And um, this review on Apple Podcast says, I love this podcast. They are so knowledgeable about all things Disney. They have a passion for the values, the details, and both show the love for the parks. Very sweet and genuine. Makes it very easy to listen to. Thanks for such a fun podcast to listen to every single week. Um, just another magic underscore Monday. Thank you so much. It's really nice of Thank you. you, guys. We That's really awesome. appreciate that. And it really makes us feel like we're, uh, we're, 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 we're not just putting our work into nothing when we're recording these. Um, and again, if you want to write us something on Apple Podcast or wherever, we would love to read it on the show. We check them pretty often. So, Yep. Thank you so much. Now we are going to talk about what we did on a road trip and all the Disney stuff that came with it. So first and foremost, we kicked off our road trip. Um, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And we went to Disney on Ice, which we talked a little bit about before we went, um, because I think that's what I said I was excited about. And it was amazing. It actually surpassed my expectations. I kind of went in going, you know, this is going to be for our daughter. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so fun to watch her be so excited. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was so well done. Yeah, I kind of loved it. Um, actually I kind of did. Uh, we went to Disney on ice, find your hero. Um, it was very cool. Uh, it primarily featured, um, I think actually it was such a small little series. I can go through all of them. It was, it kicked off with little mermaid, right? So we had little mermaid, we had Moana, we had Rapunzel or Tangled. We had, um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And then Frozen. And then, yeah, the, the big finale was Frozen. Um, it was really awesome. The performers were extremely talented. Uh, Mickey and friends were the MC, so they all came out and skated and talked to us, except for uh, Daisy and Pluto for some reason. They weren't included. Just Minnie Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Goofy yeah. But they did a great job. They did great. It they was were awesome. Great. They were great hosts. Um, it was a lot of fun. Our daughter was so into it. She was singing along with the songs the best she could. Um, it was actually nice because they made some of the songs they actually abbreviated and made shorter, which kind of bummed me out a little bit, but also mm-hmm. was good. Um, just to kind of keep things moving, there was a beautiful like acrobat part of the Little Mermaid where I thought she was gonna fall because she was like up in she the was sky, twirling. holding her wrist mm-hmm. through a loop of rope, yeah, and then holding onto the rope, and that's all she was connected to over and like sheer ice. A guy at the bottom was spinning the rope in a circle so that she was flying around as fast as possible, and she was literally holding on with just her hand. On this rope. Yeah, I kept like, I mean, oh my gosh. I, I mean, oh, All she the way fe- up at the ceiling. Fell, I was not prepared, but she was fantastic. I think my favorite part though was um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the costumes were okay. Um, uh, Sebastian was really rough. His costume was bad, but they brought out Maximus and Sven, uh, Maximus from Tangled, Sven from um Frozen, and they were like these full-fledged reindeer and horse costumes where there were Ginormous. clearly two people in them. Right. Uh, they were expressive, and they were so cool. Mm-hmm. And they skated so well. Right. I don't know. We only saw a couple people fall. 
Um, fortunately, one of them was Gaston, you know, which is good. But, yes, which was hilarious because uh, it seemed ironic while he was singing um, about being the best at everything and I then know. he fell at ice skating. But they were just, I mean, it was it was really something to see, I think. What would you say were some of your highlights of Disney on Ice? Favorite moments? Yeah. Um, so I really liked the finale where everyone came out at the end. I'm usually not into that kind of stuff, but um, it was really cool because it was Mickey and friends and then all the performers and stuff. and. Um, I just thought it was really, really well done. Um, although I have to say, I do think that, um, I do think, frankly, that the Little Mermaid one was one of the most memorable ones mm -hmm. because, like, the way that they did uh, Prince Eric's ship when it broke apart yeah, was really was interesting. Really cool. um, there were a lot of cool effects. All the, the um, under the sea number was great. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I thought I that did. was really neat. Yeah. I would say for me, there were a couple moments. I thought Frozen was spectacular. The Olaf was adorable. And the way that they had the costume, his head was detachable. So mm -hmm. just like the scene yeah. from the first film where Anna and Kristoff first run into Olaf and they're tossing his head back and forth to yeah. each other, kind of freaking out about this mm -hmm. talking snowman. They actually did that with mm -hmm. the Olaf character yep. on ice. It was a cool illusion the way they did that. Yeah, so yeah. that was really, really cute. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then I would say the Tangled part also. Really? you like? I, <clears throat> sorry, you liked that part? Yeah, I did. I thought it was really, really neat. Um, I really enjoyed how they did basically the whole scene in the pub. With yeah, I have they, a dream. They kicked that off. And it was funny because it was like Goofy stumbled into the pub and he wasn't yeah, supposed to be there. It was hilarious. They, and the guys yeah. were all like trying to get in a fight with Goofy. So I just thought mm -hmm. it that was a really cute way for them to transition from Mickey and Friends into the next act. So right, right, I course. thought that was really cute. The whole thing was amazing. And like you said, I think the Little Mermaid was actually one of the most memorable things. It seemed yeah. like she was featured mm -hmm. almost more than any of the other characters with yeah. how much she did in terms of like acrobatics and right, not just right. ice skating but her ice skating was also phenomenal the two things i liked about the little mermaid too was um ursula's costume was awesome that was very cool mm -hmm. ursula was great and then uh flounder was um like an offense against god i do not know how on <laughs> earth so he did cute. it it was adorable it looked just like flounder but it was like imagine the ice skating with a giant flounder costume. on you i'll have to post a picture of it in show notes or uh, maybe I'll make it like the show art or something. Yes. Um, yeah, flounder show art. Massive good, fish but... costume, tiny little legs on ice skates. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I was extremely impressed. Like, Gaston fell, but flounder didn't? I know. What's that about? I know. It was crazy. Um, what were some things that you felt like were, other than Sebastian's costume, mm -hmm. that were like, what in the world? Um, I, I think the Maui is a darn shame. I think it's really bad. Because he has the giant head. Oh, yeah. It's know? like how in the parks like, yeah. he's he's not a face character. He's a costume. That to me is like the one thing that I think is just a real bummer. Um, otherwise, it was good. Um, probably uh, the thing that was the strangest to me was um, the fact that we spent like 20 bucks on a <laughs> Olaf snow cone. It well, was like a regular cool terrible snow cone and an Olaf cup. And it was like 20 bones. Um, and then we got our daughter her pictures with some like cardboard cutouts or stands or something and they were like 35 bucks a pop for the photos but um, now we have cute memories yeah it was just crazy the picture I spent, like, of her with minnie and mickey is so adorable it is it is it is it is i just spent we spent a lot of money on really not great souvenirs um, well she likes her wand you we know. have a light up wand that was fun mm -hmm. 
I would say for me, the um, the one thing that I was underwhelmed by is it seemed like you pretty much got a condensed version of the film for yeah. Tangled, Beauty and the Beast, Frozen, mm-hmm. and Little Mermaid. But for Moana, you had... It like, was like a snippet of it. I mean, it was like a trailer. It almost, was right? so short and there were hardly any songs. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see most of the movie or characters. Like they you, cut out over half of You're Welcome. Yeah, and you Seriously. you didn't have hardly any of the other scenes from the film. Whereas most of the other all of the other four, you had a progression of here's a bunch of different songs, here's mm-hmm. a bunch of different scenes, kind of showing you the plot, even if it cut out some things. Right, right, right. Um, to condense it for time's sake, but mm-hmm. it seemed like Moana. They just kind of took two little Wait, we got cheated clips on Moana. of the movie yeah. and said, okay, that's your little taste of Moana. On to the next thing. Yeah. So that's what I think I was underwhelmed by. The rest of it I thought was amazing. Yeah, agreed. Um, our seats were fantastic. I accidentally got us club level like box seats. Not box seats, but like club level seats yeah. where we had to go through an extra set of like security to get into it. And there was a bar right there and it was great. I had a And there were of... cushion seats. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Disney on ice and having a cu- Disney on ice, seeing Disney on ice and having a couple beers is never something that I thought I would have done. <laughs> but I did that, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I wore my Disney 100 exhibition shirt, and the people behind me were super excited because they were going the next week. And it took every ounce in me not to talk about my podcast to them because I don't want to be someone that talks about having a podcast. <laughs> um, but if you guys hear this at some point, you know who you are because you were behind us and asked us about it. Yeah. We were the one with a really cute kid. Yes. Um, all in all, I thought it was great. I would do it again. Uh, I would do it again. I would totally do it again. And I'd love to see some of the other ones because there's several mm-hmm. different Disney on Ice shows mm-hmm. that go on kind of simultaneously yeah. as they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was this very was like princess focused, which is great. You know, I love that. But I think that it would have been fun to have seen. I know like Toy Story sometimes is out there. Um, they do have some Pixar ones, but like Lion King, some other ones would be really cool to see as well. So yeah, what I um, thought was cool stuff, about though. this one too, though, is it was not just like here's helpless princesses. It was like, here's how Mm -hmm. these people are. All heroes in their own right. Right. Here's how each of these people is considered a hero. Yeah, right. So even someone like Belle, where people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, but she was so helpless and she got trapped by the beast. It was like, here's how these people's stories. And that's kind of what Mickey and Friends were for, is they were sort of narrating Mm -hmm. um, before each act i guess you would say and then after each act they would kind of talk a little bit about right, right. what was coming next mm-hmm. and how that incorporated the hero so i yeah. thought it was really well done i still think the beauty and the beast is a story of stockholm syndrome but um but it's beautiful it's beautiful it's one of the best yeah it's more about sacrifice you know trading herself for her dad you know it's good stuff exactly um, and softening the beast's like big prideful heart. heart yeah uh great great one um so I think uh, that was good. Uh, we, we ended up get, grabbing a hotel in Hershey um, because we didn't want to have to, because the next day we were driving up to New York City and, and um, the hotel was actually kind of more like a last minute decision for us because we were, and we were like three and a half-ish hours away from New York and we were originally going to go back home that night and then leave the next morning. Right. We're like, we're just going to get a hotel and hang out. Um, it ended up being the perfect thing because um, first of all, we didn't have to, spend an extra like five hours in the car mm-hmm. but secondly we went to the outlets um in right, right next to hershey that's right 
And um, I had never been there before. Um, and so we're like, we didn't really do any research. We're like, let's just go in and see what's what. Um, and we're driving in and, you know, we're just kind of, Paige and I are just like, let's just do the, you know, the old uh, outlet loop where we just kind of drive around the outlets and get a lay of the land. And as we're driving, I all of a sudden see the Disney sign and I like slam on my brakes and grab a parking spot. And we discovered one of the only Disney outlets in the United States. There's actually a decent amount. Well, not a decent amount. There's 21 Disney outlets, I believe. Really? I thought this was like. So there are 22 Disney stores left. Oh. Only one flagship store in New York City. Mm -hmm. That is like the only full price. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's 21 outlets. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, interesting. They have the one in Hershey. Um, There's one in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I don't think the one in New Jersey is an outlet, is it? Yep. Okay. It's an outlet. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll i believe yep. you while I'm continuing to look on. Yeah. So the oh, flagship so, huh? store is the only full price store left and then okay. the rest are outlets. Okay, okay. Um, When we were in the one in Times Square, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes, one of the cast members was actually telling us that there is another Disney store in Los Angeles or in oh, Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see this um, here. That's basically like you have to work for the Walt Disney mm-hmm. Company to have access to it. So I've if heard you of that know before, somebody yeah. um that they can shop in that store for you or you yourself can if you work for the Walt Disney Company. Um but other than that, it's the store in Times Square, which is the mm-hmm. only like regular Disney store left. All of the other like mall yeah. Disney stores went bye-bye yeah so anyway we stopped in there and it was a joy to behold because you know i always liked going to disney stores as a kid the one nearest to me growing up was about a 25 minute drive which felt impossibly far at the time um but uh it was great we we went in and we spent a lot of time in there um the first thing that i did when i went in there was i asked them about the walt disney studios gray hoodie that i have been searching high and low for and they unfortunately did not have it uh, but what they did have was they had the um, let me see if I can find the exact uh, name of it here. Um, it was the Walt Disney Studios coffee cup. Um, and yeah, here we go. Here we go. So it was the Walt Disney Studios uh, or Walt Disney cartoonist coffee cup that was released with the Disney 100 era collection. Um, it was 25 percent off. Right. So it was originally like a 1920 cup I got it for 20, 20 percent off, 25 percent off. Um, I was so jacked up about that. Super excited. Um, I also, did I buy anything else there? I think that was it. And then you bought. We got, we got something. Oh, we, well, so we have. We have news. We, well, yeah, we have, we have some <laughs> news. We have a, uh, our little one has a little, little brother coming. Woo-hoo. So we are expecting a baby and we're really excited about that. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations to, us. to you too. <laughs> Uh, so we got our we got our our little one coming a little uh, Christmas outfit because yeah. um, we're like expecting... my first Christmas outfit. Yep. So we're expecting in October, and so he'll be three months by Christmas, almost four by Christmas. So math, two and a half months. He'll be two and a half months, almost <laughs> three months, and I'm in December. So, uh, October, November, December. No, three months, almost four. November, December. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This has been math on the Parks Academy. Oof. Oh, boy. So anyway, uh, yeah, we have those things. It was so much fun. Um, uh, we we both, we collectively said that we will keep you going back there for Christmas shopping every year. Yes. Um, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really, really great. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I hope you guys don't hear that. My my dryer is going crazy. My washing machine's going crazy. Anytime you wash towels, it, it just like gets all cattywampus and bonks around the edges and has to <laughs> balance itself. Um, but anyway, successful. If you are anywhere near there, definitely go there uh, to the Hershey to the Hershey outlets. Uh, there is the uh, um, the the Walt Disney outlet, Disney store outlet there. Mm-hmm. And um, also, if you guys, you know, let us know if you're ever in Hershey because we have season passes and we're planning on going pretty regularly. Yeah, we're planning on so. um, probably going sometime in May. Um, yeah. We'd love to go still another time in the spring. And then mm-hmm. once we get into summer, in the summer, yeah, we, we go pretty regularly there. And then yeah. fall, they have nice different Halloween mm-hmm. type things. And then for Christmas, yeah. they do some nice Christmas things, some overlays mm-hmm. of rides for yes. fall and stuff. Yes, so. yes, yes. They're um, having almost like a Halloween horror nights this year. Yes, which like I'm it's supposed to be like about. really spooky. Yeah, I'm not. No thanks. Um, but yeah. when I posted about the 50th Hershey anniversary, um, uh, we did have some of our listeners write to us on Instagram and were like, you know, oh my gosh, I haven't been there forever. That looks so cute. I can't wait to check it out. So don't sleep on Hershey. It's it's not Disney, but it's still pretty it's darn. It's not great. Disney, but you know what I will say is there's not too many other theme parks that mm-hmm. have their theming on track for disney level i agree that's what i would it's say it's really really good like it's, yeah it's on track for disney level it's mm-hmm. not ever gonna be disney because it's not, it's big, not right? walt you disney know? world it's not disneyland it's not the disney company they don't have as much um like properties or ip or anything like that obviously but um yeah hershey is pretty phenomenal for a theme park yeah. Um, I mean, if you said Disney or Hershey, I'm going Disney. But if you said like Hershey or Universal, I'd have to think about it. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Anyway, great stuff. So um, yeah, that was our um, stop at the Disney outlet, which was a surprise trip. We drove ourselves up to um, New York City mm-hmm. and uh, we, we stayed in a really great hotel near Times Square. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing that I wanted to do was go to the Disney store because yep. I was wondering if they had my sweatshirt there. And we will... We'll Talk get to that. about the sweatshirt. This incredible cast member named Chris helped us out. He was it was so so kind, um, and we were really grateful for his assistance and everything. Um, he searched high and low, went upstairs, downstairs, to the back, was calling people. Um, he was the one that actually recommended the Walt Disney Studio lot store. But I don't really know. I don't. I don't know anyone that I feel comfortable asking. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Pr- I ended up kind of passing that one up. But um, I did end up getting a. Um, a really cool Disney's 100 Eras t-shirt that I love. We got our baby and our future baby some some stuffed animals, including the uh, the Minnie Mouse dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. It was very cute. You know? And then um, I love New York with Minnie Mouse all over mm-hmm. it. Um, little onesie. The, it just, man, I miss Disney stores because it had like the old Woody's Roundup black and white Woody in the box and Jesse and Bullseye and stuff. Um, we saw just so many cool things there. They had all of the Disney 100 stuff. Yep. Um, they had things that I had just finally saw online. Right. Um, they had my Disney, um, Walt Disney cartoonist mug for full price, mm-hmm. which I loved that too. Yep. Uh, and I told them that I got it at the outlets for cheaper. Um, but it was great. Overall, it was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, totally cool experience upstairs, downstairs. It's just, it's it's really crowded because it's New York City. Sure. And there's never a time when it's not crowded. And it's but... right in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Right in the heart of Times Square. Yeah. So there's tons and tons and tons of people that pass by and just pop in. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things about the Disney store in Times Square is the escalators mm-hmm. with the tangled theming and mm-hmm. all the lanterns above you as you're going yeah. up and down. So The elevator was cool. Though. We had our, our daughter's stroller so we had to take the elevator. Yeah, and yeah. that was pretty cool, too. Yeah. It was like blue and had the castle and, mm-hmm. and silhouettes of Mickey and Goofy yep. and stuff. It was very cute. Um, Everything's themed. 
Even the elevators. The ironic thing about it is to get to the Disney store, I had to bob and weave through Mickey and Mickey's, Mickey and Minnie's and Elsa's and all kinds of crazy costumes in Times Square. Yes. Um, Mickey Mouse came up to us and tried to like interact and I was like, nope. I don't want to do this. Thank you very it is much. It's not the same Mickey Mouse you would get at Walt Disney World. not my cup of tea. I literally saw you with your helmet off like 30 seconds ago. Right. It is so, very much the knockoff oh NYC gosh, Mickey yeah. Mouse. Bless the, their hearts. And the Elsa is so funny. Um, it's like just like big rope for her hair. It's hilarious. Yeah. Bless um, their hearts. They're doing their they're best. They're doing their Yeah, right. Take your picture with them and tip them if you do. Um, but yeah, a great experience overall. We went back. I went back again to try to find the sweatshirt the next day. Couldn't find it still. Super bummed out. But um, it's all good. And uh, yeah, that was in New York. You ready to talk about the sweatshirt? Yeah, let's talk about the sweatshirt okay. real quick. Let's talk about the sweatshirt. So this is that gray Walt Disney Studios era's collection. The one that I posted online. We've had some of our listeners literally looking in the parks for us. High and low. Our friend Jason Ratner was looking in the parks for me. Just I was High I was, and low. Yeah, high and low. Low and so, high. If you recall, last episode, we talked about Stephen's birthday coming up. Hmm. And if you're listening to the show today, the day that it comes out, it is actually Stephen's birthday. Um, So here's the funny thing, guys. Right before we went on our road trip, I was like, I don't think we're going to find this sweatshirt anywhere. I'm not hopeful that it's going to be at the store in new york i didn't mm. think we were going to find a disney outlet because i had no idea it was even in hershey <laughs> let alone two disney outlets <laughs> right so here's where the story gets interesting i ordered the sweatshirt on ebay from mm. super super hiked up price I whatever so bad. it is what it is it's it's steven's big three i know so i really went mm. all out yep. and i paid quite a bit extra for this sweatshirt so we go and mm. we find the outlet and he's looking and i'm like he's probably not going to find it here mm. at the outlet so it's right. all good then and we I go not, so. to the Times Square store. They did have it. They did have it, but, but they in, did not have it anywhere near Stephen's size. They either had extra small or like triple XL. Right. And that was it. And I'm I'm right. there was no like standard medium mm-hmm. large, extra large. Like all the popular sizes yeah. were the gone. The cast member did come out with a big smile on his face and he's like, I did find a small, and I'm like, Do I look like a small? Have <laughs> you see me? I don't look like I'm necessarily a large, but I certainly don't look like I'm a right. small. So he's looking high and low, and I I break off separately from Steve, and I go upstairs in the elevator, and I'm like, look, if this guy finds one in the back somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to secretly tell him, like, pretend that you didn't find We're it. You're going to have to, like, light it on fire so it can't I'm, come out, you know? I'm thinking of all my plans, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to find Steven's size in the back. And he didn't. So he doesn't. But the then, next day, can I just say what happened the next day when I went back in? Yeah. So I was talking to a cast member about it. And this lovely cast member said, did you know that there was a New Jersey outlet? And I looked it up and it was right on our way home, like barely even off the highway. I would have had to have just popped into a quick mall and checked. Carry on. Yep. Carry on. So it is our last day. We're up in Maine. We're getting ready to head back the next morning. We're packing up all our stuff. And Stephen... I hear him from the other room calling the New Jersey outlet. Like you're brushing our daughter's teeth or something and yeah. like being responsible. Like I'm, I'm in the on, bathroom the helping our daughter brush her teeth. And Steven's on the phone with the New Jersey outlet. And he goes, you know, what are the odds that you have this sweatshirt? Here's my mm. size. And they're, he's on hold for a couple minutes. They come back and they're like, oh, we do have it in this size. Extra large, which is not my size, but it's doable. But it's doable. Yeah, it's so Steven's like, okay, yeah, can you put that on hold for me? Um, See you tomorrow. Tells, tells him his name. I'm coming tomorrow. I'll be driving by. 
I walk out of the bathroom and I say to Stephen, you are the worst. Mm-hmm. Your birthday is in three days. Yeah, so what you say to me is your birthday is in three days. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, Why? okay, what's your point? Yeah. I'm like, you are buying yourself something and your birthday is in three days. And he's like, what are you talking about? Because I had zero thought In Stephen's mind, he's like, okay, we've been looking for Mm -hmm. this for the last week on our trip. We've checked several Moreover, I've been looking for it for months, you know? Right. You've not tried to stop me from Mm -hmm. buying it at any of the stores. And I say to him, that's because I didn't think we were going to find it and we didn't Mm -hmm. find it. So I didn't have to stop you from buying it. You know, so we get home and the sweatshirt had arrived in the like, mail while like we were gone. And I me. chucked it at him and said, happy, happy early birthday. And he was able to enjoy. He was still surprised. I was because actually he extremely had surprised. No idea that I was going to buy it for him. Mm-hmm. But if you two have a spouse or significant other or family member who likes to buy themselves things three days before their birthday. So, if I may really quick. You may understand my pain. If I may really quick. This was a unique circumstance because I don't just buy myself things before special events. We've okay. talked about that. Let me say. I don't do it anymore. This has happened on probably seven occasions. Yeah. Well, that's like average just about once a year, which is not bad. Um, and how many occasions do we have per year where I buy you something? <laughs> I would, maybe say like, three. I would say maybe three or four, depending, you know, we have four, kind four of, lately with Father's Day. We've kind of dropped Valentine's like a, Day. Usually that's like a hammer or something. Yeah, we've kind of dropped Valentine's Day and gone a little light on the anniversary gifts. So mm. it's usually your birthday and Christmas and Father's Day. Right. And here we are averaging so, once a year. There you is buy literally yourself something no that I buy I, you. There's no way I would have known because I had I literally had our listeners looking. I was. I told you I was checking every single day. Like, had I seen it, I just would have bought it immediately. Um, the thing that I did not expect is for you to buy it on eBay, because that's that's true love right there. You're welcome. But what did you did not expect is my luck with Disney Magic, you know, um, i.e. the uh, the Ratatouille ride experience where they escorted us to the front. Like, I have some Disney Magic in my bones, and so it yeah. So out. here's the the last funny thing that I will say about this is. The morning that Stephen called the New Jersey outlet. Which I called them in the evening, too. Like, not right. like around 7 o'clock right. in the evening. He, it was like, I thought we had made it through the day and he was not, he was going to drop it and we were just going to mm-hmm. go on about our merry way. I'm thinking in my mind, mm-hmm. literally, Stephen is not going to give this up. Mm-hmm. He has been looking too hard. He's going to find a way to get this watcher. Like a dog with a bone. And I'm like, I'm going to call the New Jersey outlet. Leave his name and mm-hmm. say, if a guy named Steven calls and you have this sweatshirt in a large, just tell him you don't have it. I already bought it for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually had the mm-hmm. number all set. I was mm-hmm. ready to call. And I was like, no, and he's I, probably not going to. If, if memory serves, you had a lot of opportunities because I was by myself for that day I know. doing other things. I know. And I'm like, yeah. later and later in the day and you hadn't called yet. And literally seven o'clock rolls around and you call. And I'm like. I thought that we made it through, but he was still thinking about this. I'm always thinking about it. Because that is one thing about Stephen, guys, is that he's like not going to drop something. Once no. he starts thinking about it or talking about it, he's just going to keep bringing it back up. Well, and the thing is, you know, a lot of times for me, it's more about the hunt than it is the actual purchase itself. Like sometimes you just want to find it just to find it. But in this case, I actually really didn't want it. And, um, you know, I thought. It'd be a great opportunity for, um, you know, some of our video podcast stuff to have a Mickey thing and whatnot. 
Um, and I was like, I know if it's going to become available, I'm going to buy it. Similar to like the Roosevelt's Steamboat Willie shirt, which right. I've actually been in touch with and 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 probably become friends with the Roosevelt's representative. Right. Um, if you're listening, hi. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so yeah, but but it's like it's for the show. So now I have a dilemma: is that you worked so hard on getting that for me, it's like I have to wear it a lot, which I will. But which I think you would have anyway. I would have if anyway, you had hunted for it. But you know. and now we've spent about ten minutes of your time talking about a sweatshirt. Yeah, well, it's all. We hope you loved stuff. it. I thought I had something else to say before. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, that was kind of all of our Disney stuff. I don't think there was anything else. Disney. We didn't go to the no, New Jersey those store. No, our big Disney um, things. Uh, in New York, we did stop at the Harry Potter store. If you want to talk Ooh, about that for a yes. minute, that's not really theme park related, but it kind of it is sort of is pop culture and it's universal Wizarding related world and stuff. You know. Yep. Yeah, so we'll cool. just we'll just kind of wrap that was up like with this your, here. That was like your big thing. Yeah, so the Harry Potter store in New York City, um, I think it's one of a kind. I don't know if there's another one anywhere else. I have no idea, but it was great. Um, it, cool. it opened a few years ago. I remember all of the hype about it opening. And it had everything you could imagine. There was just room after room after room. There was the candy shop. There was mm-hmm. a room with just creatures. There was... Um, in the basement, they had like a virtual reality experience. Upstairs, they had a different virtual reality experience. There was every single wand you could possibly imagine mm-hmm. from the entire Harry Potter universe. It like, was really pretty. pretty every cool. character in the Fantastic Beasts films, like small, large character, it doesn't matter. They had, they had house wands, person. like four different variations of house wands. Yes, with the emblems cool. basically, mm. or the um, animals represented on each wand. They had every possible thing you could think of, and then there were also movie props, actual props from the movies there. Mm. Like they had Ron's original wand that had snapped in half, and you could see it being like taped back together. Um, they had a butterbeer bar. There was a butterbeer bar. It was very, very cool. They had um, all of the Horcruxes on a display mm-hmm. in a case there. Um, there was the jerseys from the Triwizard Tournament. So they had each of the characters who was in the Triwizard Tournament and their jerseys, which was really, really cool because I've never seen those for sale. Um, they might have them in Universal, but I don't remember seeing those. Yeah, we were. I was going to buy you one as a surprise, but unfortunately... They didn't have my size. Uh, yeah, that was another like extra small or XXXL situation. Yep. Um, but they said they sold them online, so all hope is not lost. Yeah, and then they had the robes, of course, from each house, and each house had an entire section of the store that you could buy merchandise from. So whichever house you are in... Um, also, I was super excited that we were trying to get our daughter to choose a house, and she saw the lion in the Gryffindor mm-hmm. section sure and did. kept roaring at it. So I was like, sorry, Steven, I think she's decided. But what happened when I put the um, sorting hat on her head? It said Slytherin, but mm-hmm. that, my friend, is just a button. It's just just like her old man. That's not a real sorting hat. That was a it. toy. I get it. Um, I'm, I'm a Slytherin for sure. Yes, and, uh, and I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah. It's funny because I feel more like connected with the Jedi side of things in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But in, in Harry Potter, I feel like when I see like a Death Eater wand or Death Eater something, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like they had the masks and stuff. Yes. Those Death Eater masks. Mm-hmm. I saw those and I was like, oh, man, those are sweet. Yeah. I'd love to have one of those in my house. 
Evil. But, Evil. but because Harry Potter is your thing and not mine, I didn't push anything. I yes. just was having fun. Yep. Um, they had a uh, Haggard Shoes you could step into. Oh, that was cute. They had a phone booth. Mm-hmm. The elevator was neat. The elevator you know? was really cool because it was basically like you had just used flu powder and were going through the chimney. So it was all green flames coming up. And so the whole elevator had like green lighting. It was very, very cool. Yeah, it was neat. Um, and then we enjoyed some butterbeers at the end. We bought a few things. Um, had a good time. It was awesome. It was really good. Yeah, I'm, that I'm, was Universal-ish related. If you've been to the Wizarding World of Harry it, Potter. It was, it was it, a lot like that. It was a lot like that, mm-hmm. yep. But I thought that they even had more merch condensed into kind of one ginormous store. That's cool. Which was awesome. And it was not super far. If you're staying in kind of the hub it in New like York right City. It was like right off the uh, the subway yeah. the subway stop. I don't if remember. If you take was, the subway, I, stop, but... I forget what street it's on. I want to say 50, 29th, 28th. I can't remember. Because where we were staying was up in the 50s. And yeah. then you have to just take the subway downtown. So, yeah, I don't remember. Um, we listened to a whole lot of Rosen... On our trip, driving. Oh, yeah. Frozen 1 and 2. Many times. To the point where at one point our daughter was asleep in the back seat. And we're like, we're still listening to this 20 minutes later. And we were singing along, I yeah. hate to say. Good time. Really good time. It was um, really good Fun time. vacation. Lots of Disney things. Uh, for all of you Disney heads out there, you know, you don't have to have every vacation be Disney, even though it is a lot of fun. There's a lot of other interesting and fun things out there. I may have had an allergic reaction to lobster up in Maine, which was crazy. Um... Really good stuff overall, you know? It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, that is our show. Thank you so very much for listening and uh, supporting us. We, we really, really appreciate it. Um, thanks so much again, you know, for the reviews you guys have left. If you want to continue doing that or, or share your thoughts about the show, and again, we will read it um, whenever we get them, uh, you can go ahead and do that on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us online at theparksacademypod.com as well as Instagram at theparksacademy. Um, stay tuned. We've got a lot of really exciting things coming up um, in the next few weeks, including a couple of surprise interviews that we really can't wait for. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, I want to also just say really quickly thank you to our, uh, our sponsors, uh, Deep Cut Co. Um, again, you can go ahead and use the code TPA10 for 10% off your first order at Deep Cut, as well as uh, the Magic Candle Company. And if we're an affiliate with them, and you can use the um the code the parks academy for 15 percent off your first order all of this is going to be in show notes thanks again so much for listening guys and we will catch you next time 